Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose. This is Brandon Allen, your host, as always, and I'm excited to bring you another great business podcast this week. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about strengths and strengths within your organization. It doesn't matter if you're a small organization of three people to uh, a large organization of 500 people. Uh, recognizing the strengths and abilities of the people that you have on your team and utilizing those to the best of, of their abilities is just so critical. And obviously, when we talk about sole purpose, which uh, you're on the Your Life, Your Purpose podcast on buildyoursoulpurpose.com, so it stands to reason that we're going to talk a little bit about purpose and about living passionately and living to the best of your abilities. Now, strengths are a little bit of a tricky thing. As a business owner, we can look at someone in our organization day in and day out, day in and day out, and we can look at them and say, you know what, I know what they're good at. I know what they're bad at. And you know what, probably you've probably got about 85% of it right. You probably do know within that specific role what they're doing well and what they're not doing uh, very well. And, and you can start recognizing what they're good at and what they're not so good at. But the problem is, is there's about 15 to 20% of ability there that you're not seeing because they're not really able to express it in the role that they're currently in. So just to give you kind of an example of what this looks like, you, you, could, list, you could have someone list some strengths and then realize that this person in their spare time likes to write and they're a great writer, they're a great communicator with the written word. Um, whether it be maybe they use that in, in a persuasive manner in marketing copy or maybe they're just good at doing research and writing position pieces or articles and things like that that are more technical and straightforward. When you, but if you don't know that, you don't know that unless you ask, unless you find that out. And, and an exercise that I started using with my employees years and years ago uh, was an exercise called Strengths Builder, and it was from um, the book, uh, First Break All the Rules by Marcus Buckingham. And it was a set of 10 questions that I just thought was so great. And question number two is what are, you, what are your strengths as you see them as an employee and what are your weaknesses? And I would give this to my team and have them fill this out and, and start gaining some insight as to what they felt like they were great at and where they felt like their weaknesses were. And I could really find some real issues with blind spots. I talked about blind spots last week. And in that sometimes people would give me weaknesses that weren't really weaknesses, you know, those things like, well, sometimes I just care too much or, you know, sometimes I just work too hard and burn myself out. Well, that's really not a weakness. I mean, that's just something that uh, you're trying to disguise the fact that either you're not self-aware or you just don't want to be honest about the fact that you have weaknesses, which is a problem. So, you know, as, as we break these things down, I want to know about strengths. And the Gallup group, you know, they, they talk about a lot about this as far as why strengths matter uh, within your organization. And this is something that's really often overlooked. You know, do I have the right people in the right place? You know, uh, Jim Collins in the book, Good to Great, uh, 
said that, you know, the difference between good organizations and great organizations were great organizations found the right people to sit in the right seat on the bus. That's just what they did. They found the right people to, to, uh, to be on the bus. And a lot of times we, we kind of go through the motions with this. We get, we get overwhelmed, especially as a smaller business, uh, with having to hire because there's so much already on our plates. The fact of trying to bring in a new employee is just really exhaust, exhaustive. So we don't really do always do the best job that, you, that we possibly can in, in finding new employees. But, but getting the right people on the bus a lot of times is really just getting that person in and, and then really coaching and training them. And, and coaching is often an overlooked uh, aspect of this, and we'll talk about coaching in a minute, but how do we evaluate their strengths? I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can evaluate uh, what, what they might be good at. You can have them take a Myers-Briggs. You can have them take a Colby assessment. You know, a Myers-Briggs is going to tell you what kind of personality type they are, and a Colby is going to tell you how they operate. What is their mode of operation uh, within, within, their, uh, within their current role? Um, you know, there's all sorts of assessments that you can take. Uh, I know the Gallup group has, you know, they have the strengths, uh, strengths finder, uh, 2.0. They also have the, the book I think that came out, uh, recently, which was called standout, um, that will tell you all these different things about, uh, you know, about where they, where people are, are gifted, where they have talents, where they have abilities. And, and so, you know, how, how are you going through and, and really assessing their strengths? And I think just the simple act of asking them, what they're good at is is really an important tool to really assess where their strengths are because I do believe that uh, you may find some things about out about that person that uh, they do really well that you just didn't know and so now you can put them in a different role where they can really thrive where maybe they're doing good now but they could be doing exceptional in another area. So what do those areas look like in your organization? How when was the last time you asked your team what they were good at? Now. Some people get into looking at strengths and saying, okay, you know, how do we, how do we find out about strengths and talents? And then how do we uh, have these people model them so that we can, uh, so that we can look at best practices and really emulate what those things are. And, and quite frankly, I just don't think those things work. Um, and this is the whole like guru mentality and all these different things. You know, when I'm coaching a client, I don't expect a client to have success in the same way that I have success doing it the same way. And that's the first thing that you learn as a manager, quite frankly, is that everyone achieves success in their own way. And no two ways are really the, are, 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 are very similar always. Um, sometimes they are, but, but a lot of times they're not. So there, you can't take someone who's great at something and really shows their strengths and then use that as a model for other people to follow. I, I think as we, you know, if you've read the book Lynchpin by Seth Godin, uh, you know, it's really hard to follow that Michael Gerber model of just systems and processes and just plugging any old people into that because quite frankly, anyone can do a job fairly competently when they have the right systems and processes in place. I mean, you, you can plug a lot of different people into that. But when we talk about strengths and we're talking about really transcending what it is that we're doing, and uh, in my consulting firm, The Business Blueprint, we talk a lot about total experience design. And total experience design is all about trans transforming your industry, creating transformational experiences, not just creating experiences. People are like, well, they were really friendly and you know, it was really nice to work with them, but just creating an experience that transcends that. You have to get the right people on the bus and really maximize their strengths in order for that to even be possible, in, in, in order for you to really even create the right experience for your team. So 
you know how you know, so how can you how can you bring that out are you asking those questions uh, because i do agree that that strengths do matter i don't necessarily agree that you can take those strengths and and replicate them and plug people into a system because anyone who's bought some kind of done for you system recognizes the fact that there's a serious flaw in a done for you system and that it worked for that guy but that guy's not me and it, it doesn't work as well for me for obvious reasons so um, so strengths, strengths matter, but how do we build those strengths as well? And, and I think one of those things going back to the strengths finder exercise from first break, all the rules, uh, there was another, um, area in there of, Hey, where are some opportunities that you want to grow that you're looking to grow in? Because now you can identify areas where people want to be trained. And when I see these from my clients and their employees, it's just a gold mine, an absolute gold mine of information that their employees give them in this particular area because there's so many training opportunities that these people give them saying, hey, I would really like to be proficient in this area or this this total area right here, it's totally interests me and I would love to learn more about it. I mean, these people are begging for more training and uh, it's interesting because in the book Drive by Daniel Pink, Daniel Pink talks about, you know, what are the three motivators and one of them is mastery. Um, you know, purpose, autonomy, mastery. So mastery, people want mastery and people prove it time and time and again. When we ask them, what are the growth opportunities that they want within an organization? They give all sorts of growth opportunities that they're looking for. And I just look at the business owner and I'm like, man, this is pure gold. You're not going, I mean, what, what can you do with this? The possibilities are limitless because now you can create some opportunities for this person to grow and really engage in the role that they're doing further and bring their strengths more fully to your operation and help you get to where you want to go. And that's huge. But coaching is a big part of that. So when you identify those growth opportunities, how can you help them achieve a higher level of performance? How can you help them get the most out of their strengths? Because quite frankly, recognizing your strengths is not enough. I know tons of talented people who don't do shit because they can't, they can't figure out how to put that talent into action. I mean, how many times have you looked at someone and you said, man, you are so gifted in that area and you are the laziest damn person I've ever seen. Um, it happens a ton, right? I mean, we can all think of those people who they have a hundred times more talent than we do, yet they can't seem to get past working at Burger King. They just can't. They can't seem to get out of their parents' basement. And that's no disrespect if that's uh, your situation now. But listen, it doesn't have to be that way for anyone. So, you know, as we look at this, how are we coaching per for performance? Because recognizing the strengths is just one area. But now how do we push them to really grow in that role and grow in that strength? And that's what coaching is all about. I mean, good coaching, whether it be in sports or anything else, really takes someone and says, hey, I know what your talents are. Now I'm going to bring those out to the fullest. And, and some of this is creating the right system for that person to prosper in. But a lot of it is getting feedback, getting feedback and pushing and stretching and 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 giving them, uh, you know, giving them areas where they can grow and push themselves in and not settling for just uh, for just what they what they can do today, but pushing them beyond what they think is possible in doing that. I mean, nowhere was that more evident than when I was a runner. I mean, when you, anyone who's ever run, and I ran college and track and, uh, I, I ran track and field in college, I ran cross country as well, and there were plenty of times where I thought, uh, there is no way that I can run faster, there's no way that I can run farther, there's no way that I can do one more repu repetition uh, or one more interval 
There's just no way. And yet you dig down deep and you find something somewhere that you never thought possible. And there's nothing more satisfying than be, being able to find that uh, within yourself. And it sometimes it takes someone, you know, putting their foot and, and you know, saying, look, you can do it. I expect it out of you. I know you can do it. Dig deep and find it. And so, you know, so as you identify strengths, how can you coach that? Are you coaching people on a regular basis? I mean, what does that look like? Is it weekly coaching? Is it every two weeks? Is it once a month? Uh, Just something that's regular. And it doesn't have to be long. When I coach people in the corporate world, I coach them for 15 minutes, 15 minutes a week. And we just took one particular topic and I always let them pick the topic unless I really saw something that I thought that they could that could really elevate their performance and help them grow. And then I would just say, hey, do you mind if I pick the topic this week? Because I'm seeing an area where I really think it would help you. And, mo- and every time they were like, yeah, absolutely. You know, what do you want to what do you want to talk about this week? But 15 minutes is it. 15 minutes a week. I spent that time diligently and then I coached them through that through the week. We set the tone. We go we went over the coaching game plan and then we helped build them. And it was amazing the results that people got uh, just from that coaching and, and and where they were elevated to as people and as 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 team members and, and everything else. So take a look at that in your organization as you look at your organization and you look at what's needed and you look at taking your team to the next step and you're looking at building that relationship. Start with how well do you know their strengths? How well are you? Do, do you have the right people on the bus? And are you sure? Are you maybe discounting what that person can do because you don't know what they're capable of? So take that time to really get down and know who those people are. But then once you identify those strengths, how are you coaching their performance on an ongoing basis so that they continue to grow and so that they continue to master the things in, 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 their, in their career that they want to master so that they can feel fulfilled in the role that they're playing within your organization. It's very important, so critical. You do this right, and you're going to do a ton of things right in your business because you get the right people on your team, forget about it. I mean, you get the right people on the team supporting a a collective vision, supporting a collective set of values. I mean, sky is the limit. So think about that. How well are you recognizing strengths and really digging deep to find out what the strengths of your people are? And how well are you coaching their performance to take them to the next level? So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Find out those strengths. Find out how you can coach for performance. Thank you again. This is Brandon Allen for Your Life, Your Purpose on BuildYourSoulPurpose.com. Have a great